5 o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Lock it in, turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. I'm through standing in line, the clubs will never get in. It's like the bottom Oh, jeez, are you serious? Well, I started to mix it up a little bit. You don't like Nickelback? Nobody likes Nickelback, dude. Jeez, a mighty. Uh, this will teach you to uh, request uh, songs. <laughs> so you're saying request songs. All right. Oh, God. I'm good at talking about sports. I'm not a good DJ. Ah. Lord. Yeah, I was thinking right before he we went on here, you know, not that I'm a sucker for Christmas music, but I mean, I, I think like at some point ne- late next week, we got to start integrating the Christmas music a little bit, don't we? Right? Oh, I 100% agree. Just uh, I wasn't going to overdo it, you know. Wasn't Why don't you pick a Christmas song? We'll, we'll start today. We'll just, you know, mix the occasional one and build up. But I mean, this is the stuff you let you make people listen to if you're trying to coerce a confession out of them, don't you? I don't know. I'm not Catholic. Don't have to worry about confessions. But uh, I'm talking about like you got a hostage or you're trying to get a criminal to confess. I know what put, you meant. Put some of this on and yikes! All right. Well, I, we'll come back with a Christmas song after this. Okay. Well, I don't. I don't want to do that. Coming into our guess from the bowl game. Okay, we'll do something. Of, we'll do something. Rock yeah, we gotta. Do, we gotta do something. You know. This. Uh, no offense to Chill Phil, but this sort of seems like his wheelhouse. Wow, Chill, he's out here calling you out. Chill, am I wrong on that? I hope so. What is that? That this seems like this is in your wheelhouse. This song. That like Sorry, you're I, the Nickelback guy. Could you hear me? Oh, he couldn't hear you. My bad. I, the, well, can't you uh, tell him then if he are, can't hear me? No, like our speakers are for some reason not playing loud in here. I can hear All you right. flying through my headphones. I don't know what's Well, then tell him things. what I just said if he if he can't hear me over the talkback. He's, he's. Oh, my gosh. All right. Never mind. Never mind. He's shaking his head now. Okay. I would hope. I mean, I see that, but I can't believe you didn't hear me. All right. Uh, thankfully, you killed that music because you were killed the first two minutes of the show with it uh, uh ref no offense no offense yeah none taken. uh <laughs> so uh we've got the uh gentleman who is the head of the military bowl steve beck on today steve actually uh has a little bit of a uh, rapport with coach houston uh he's part of the uh washington dc touchdown club and i think uh back in 17 maybe mike houston was their coach of the year you know it was the year jmu won the championship and uh as the dmv has grown a lot of people have pushed out to that part of the uh, shenandoah valley which is a good hour or so at least from dc maybe more maybe an hour and a half and because things are so crazy in northern virginia and in washington and in that part of maryland with housing people have kind of you know set up shop in winchester and matriculated down the uh, interstate there of the shenandoah valley and have bought the houses there and have made the living there, which used to be kind of, you know, out in the country crazy now. 
Uh, welcome in, everybody. It's great to have you with us. Uh, we've got a couple of Mike Houston cuts, courtesy of our friends at uh, Nine on Your Side Sports. So uh, we've got some of that, and uh, we got some sort of interesting breaking news. Uh, Rose, of course, as you know, is playing for a state title tomorrow. Uh, that which uh, Philip, which one? Who's running? Kind of running that game. You talking about back here? Or, I mean, Cross yeah. calling it. Oh, it, I know, but I mean, who's in the studio for us tomorrow? She'll be in the studio tomorrow. We need to get Chill to kind of keep up with the game on social media. Can we'll we do. work that out? Yeah, let's work that out. Little, little, you know, just update. We don't have to update play by play like we do an ECU game, but I think like keep it up with the scores would be good. Um, that's going to be tomorrow night at seven o'clock. Now we want you to listen to our coverage, obviously, here on ninety four three the game. And uh, if you still want to get in on uh, helping us bring that coverage to the good folks of uh, Rampant Nation in Eastern Carolina, you can uh, get up with our sales staff here at the station, Hank Hinton, uh, Brad Durrett, Dan Miller, whoever, Gene, the selling machine, whoever. Uh, Rose football tomorrow night will be brought to you by the law firm of Hardy, Massey, and Blodgett, First Bank, Caraway Office Solutions, Stadium Sports, Dr. Bo- Doctors, Bowman Paget Associates Dentistry, Sam Pollard and Son Heating and Air, Orthopedics East and Sports Medicine Center, Care Master and Meridian Park Apartments. Uh, we're going to have, uh, I'm told, tomorrow, not only. So a few, like uh, six years ago, Chill and uh, Ref, we were doing the, uh, Jay Sunalder and I did the Rose game. And we we're going to have Trent McGee, McGee on sports on the sideline. But McGee on sports pulled the infamous McGee fade. And the game was in Winston-Salem, and it was at 8 o'clock at night. So in a way, I don't blame Trent for going because it was just like whoa. Because I mean that Winston Salem's a long way from Greenville, and at eight o'clock at night, that's a late start. I, I don't think that's when Pat Jones was here running things, and I think Pat didn't get back to Greenville till like three in the morning. Because I mean, it was a long game, you know, and you wrap up and you get out of there and you break down all the equipment. Because we had like a gazillion pieces of equipment. Pat had been running the games in the studio for us, but he wanted to go to the championship, so he drove all the equipment up. And we had our guy touchdown, Tim Smith, producing. So we got like our own radio booth in Winston-Salem at BB&T Field. And we were set up like a, you know, because we had like the producer behind us. We had various pieces of equipment. We did the game on 103.7. And Rose got beat. But, I mean, we had a sideline reporter, but we didn't have really good equipment. So what we had to do is I had to have a phone up to me the whole time to communicate with the guy on the sideline. And a buddy of ours had his own equipment and helped us out. A guy named Bill McMillan, good friend of mine. And so he was the sideline guy, and he got the interview with Wotecki after the game. That was when Dave Wotecki was coaching the team. And so, it was, you know, but we you should have seen it. It was a, it was a wreck with as far as equipment. I mean, we had equipment on, on top of equipment. But, you know, it, it sounded good, and that was the big, the big part of that. So, but I understand tomorrow they're going to have Scooter on the sideline, and they're getting, like, real sideline equipment. What? I mean, I'm, look, happy for those guys. But six years ago, we were talking through 10 cans to strings, it seemed like. So that was the deal. That was the, uh, that was the deal. Um, so tomorrow, they're going to have Croft Bassey and RV on the call from the booth at Carolina, 7 o'clock. I think 6.50 is about when they'll go on. And then uh, Scooter. Our guy, Scott Rogers, Scotty Rogers on the sidelines. So that'll be a fun one tomorrow. 
Uh, Rose and Dudley. Some interesting developments with Wallace Rose Hill. So I'm going to be on oh, one other quick mention. Speaking of Jay Sunalder, he's actually going to be on the telecast as the analyst tomorrow. So uh, if you do, are you able to? If you're able to find it, because I think in the East they're putting it on a dot two, which that's a whole other story. Um, then you can, you know, you'll get to see or hear Sonny call the game and, and see him and all that. But um, I'm, I'm assigned the sidelines for the other game, uh, the, the games at NC State on Saturday, the 2A and the 4A. But some interesting developments in the 2A because that's where Wallace Rose Hill, and we don't quite get, I mean, we kind of sort of get into Duplin County on a good day, probably not this time of year. Uh, Duplin County's got a Hispanic station, I think, on the same frequency, and, and so they probably override us down there. But uh, Wallace Rose Hill, there was some word yesterday that they had injuries, like an abundance of injuries. And so this is the latest from our guy Brian North over at Channel 12. He says, here are the latest facts on the Wallace Rose Hill football situation as of Thursday at 10 a.m. Sources with direct knowledge of the situation, but who are not authorized to talk, I guess he means publicly talk, tell News Channel 12 that three football players tested positive for COVID-19 since Saturday. Those tests were flagged by the Duplin County Health Department and contact tracing has initi was initiated by the school nurse. The County Health Department contacted the State Health Department for additional guidance. The 2A state championship game with Shelby is scheduled for Saturday at 3 p.m. at Carter-Finley Stadium in Raleigh. The state health department recommended the football teams and staff get rapid tests Friday morning and anyone who tests positive not be allowed to travel to Raleigh. I'm told players and coaches have been wearing masks in practice this week. Head coach Kevin Motzinger, athletic director Corey Loveless, and principal Tim Jenkins all say they are unable to comment at this time. So, I mean, this is this is kind of written in an awkward way, um, but and I'm reading from a face a really lengthy Facebook post here. But essentially, they've had three people test positive in the Wallace Rose Hill deal for COVID, and with contact tracing, there's some real issues. Um, so there's an investigation, I guess, to, that's going on at the health department level in Duplin County into exactly what everybody's exposure was. Uh, I guess in that county, positive tests have jumped since Thanksgiving. So it's it's gone above what is considered an acceptable threshold. So anyway, they're monitoring the situation. Duplin County Schools is. They'll take tests tomorrow. I don't know at what time yet. Uh, but their health department in Duplin County says it's still fine for the Bulldogs to play in Saturday's state championship game. She says the county will not conduct the rapid test Friday. That'll be left up to the school board to decide who they want to use to administer the test. So at least as of this morning, there was no idea who was going to administer these tests. Um, they're going to do rapid tests. They take about 15 minutes to get a, a result back, and that's what they're going to go on. So Cute uh, Tucker, commissioner of the High School Athletic Association, was contacted today. This was her response about the situation in a quote. We've been aware of... We've been made aware of positive COVID tests for Wallace Rose Hills football team, and the NCHSAA is in regular communication with Wallace Rose Hill administrators to monitor the situation 
at this time, there are no plans to postpone or delay the 2A championship game between Wallace Rose Hill and Shelby scheduled for Saturday. They have been doing, as they have been doing, school officials will continue to work with Duplin County Health Department to determine the best course of action for their student athletes and community to slow the spread of COVID-19. We hope there are no more positive tests and are praying for a speedy recovery for those individuals who have already tested positive. So, three people within that football program have tested positive. It was my understanding that some contact tracing may have knocked some uh, stuff out there. And uh, that's kind of kept some kids out of school and that kind of thing. And now everybody's kind of got their own little each county by county or school district by school district or even school by school in some cases maybe has their own thing. I mean, if you're asymptomatic, but you have been hit with the contact tracing, but you're asymptomatic and you wear a mask in some school districts in some places, you're fine to, you don't have to quarantine at home. In other words, you can still go to school. And I mean, it's everybody's, it's like everything else across the country right now. Everybody, each jurisdiction has their own set of rules. So uh, I'm just reading here, see if there's any other update on this since this afternoon. I know high school OT has tried to get in on this reporting, and uh, basically they're just regurgitating what the commissioner said. So I guess the big question would be how many, because we we talked to the coach yesterday, and he would not tell us what was really, because we had heard there were some kids maybe out or hurt. Uh, This is from a different cut here. This is the Wallace Rose Hill head coach, a guy named Kevin Motzinger, who's been around coaching a long, long time. Uh, Rush Probst, he coached with him in Alabama. Uh, He coached, uh, I think, at James Keenan and then was down in Wilmington and has been at Wallace Rose Hill here for a few years. This is what he had to say kind of yesterday. And I mean, this is also a community that's had a lot of issues with like the flooding in Floyd and, and the hurricane and I think a couple of really bad flooding episodes there. Uh, you know, there are kids still on this roster now for the Wallace Rose Hill team that, that maybe aren't in their home that they were in a few years ago when they were younger because of the flooding and, you know, the slow money to pay out from the state to these flood victims in that part of the world. But that's a whole other story. Anyway, here's the Here's that coach kind of talking about all the adversity this team has faced. Our kids have gone through a lot. You know, you look at this senior class with Florence, then you look at COVID. I mean, they haven't had a normal high school experience, and so the only normal is football. Our kids have bonded together, and they're just a close group, and they're they're the only reason we're still playing. So I think that's kind of an interesting, you know, just sort of an interesting little sideline there, interesting story. Uh, You know, and and – it seems like, and I, I don't look. I don't know the. I'm not going to be able to quote chapter and verse what the high school athletic association testing uh, matters are, and, and it looks like they're going to defer to the county health department. And the county health department feels pretty good that, you know, if these rapid tests come back positive, everybody who's already tested or excuse me come back negative, uh, they're fine with those people participating. It seems like they've tried to do everything they can to isolate the three positive cases away from the rest of the team. So we'll find out. But, you know, this is kind of a far cry from the association at the beginning of the pandemic canceling championships like they did. So, I mean, look, they weren't the only group. But, I mean, this is a a far cry from that, that we're just going to kind of rely on rapid tests. And, look, I'm sure 
if the school board's making that decision, they're going to do the right thing by the kids. You at least feel like they will. Uh, all right. So that's a little bit of a developing story. Uh, always anonymous text line. Uh, no COVID policy with the NCHSAA, but policy this, uh, well, wait a minute. I want to make sure I read that correctly. Uh, NCHSA doesn't have COVID, doesn't have COVID, but policy this year, COVID policy this year, I guess is what they're saying up to the local health department. And it seems like in the case of Duplin County, the local health department's deferring to the school board. Cause that's what that post from Brian North said. So it, it sounds like they're going to try to take it out of the association's hands so they're not canceling championships and that sort of thing. And I, I don't think they would postpone it to next week. That would make no sense. So, I, you know, for a 2A size school, this Wallace-Rose Hill team probably has a little more on their roster numbers-wise than other similar size schools would. So may not have everybody, but it would seem like that game is going off Saturday. Uh, Rose's game tomorrow night. And then don't forget, Tarboro's also playing at Chapel Hill, but they will play at noon on Saturday. So good luck to all these uh, Eastern, true Eastern teams as they uh, vie for the uh, uh, top prize in their respective classification in football in North Carolina. Only four uh, champions this year rather than the uh, eight that we've seen in, in years past here in recent times. All right, a break, and when we come back, uh, we'll get a kind of an update on the military bowl, find out where ticket sales are. Uh, of course, we would encourage you to get the tickets through uh, East Carolina because that money, uh, that portion of the money goes most directly to ECU. And uh, this will be a uh, a chance to talk with the uh, gentleman who runs the military bowl, Steve Beck. He will join us on the Patrick Johnson show when we return and uh, we'll uh, lay out the series of events surrounding the bowl, not only for the players, but also some things that fans can uh, get into during the uh, Christmas holiday leading up to that game on the 27th. So we'll talk the military bowl with its organizer when we return. Also your pirate report still to come later in the show. Stay with us. The pitch. More of the Patrick Johnson show is coming up. That ball is gone. On your flagship home of Pirate Baseball. 94.3 The Game. It's time to think about gift giving. And Bertie County Peanuts has all you need to make everyone on your list happy. Whether you need gifts for friends and family or business appreciation gifts for clients and colleagues, Bertie County Peanuts has you covered. Check out their selection of gourmet products online at BertieCountyPeanuts.net. Call them at 800-457-0005 or visit them in Windsor at Powell and Stokes. Bertie County Peanuts, a Christmas tradition all over North Carolina. I'm in the studio with my friend Sproul Alexander, who is the Senior Vice President for Town Insurance. And Sproul, people keep coming to Town Insurance. Tell us why. Henry, it's really simple. It's because of our insurance knowledge, our product choices, our ability to service our clients, and our community involvement. That's true. We see Town Insurance everywhere. But now let's talk about the choices. What kind of choices are there? What kind of insurance do you handle for people? Our choices are endless. No matter what kind of insurance that you may need, we can handle it for you. And we're talking about business. We're talking about health insurance. We're talking about home and auto, the whole gamut. Yes, sir. All right. So, folks, come to town. That's town insurance. And uh, tell us the telephone number they can reach you. 252-756-8300. And the website? Towninsurance.com, town with an E. Got to put that E on the town. Folks, now is the time to come to town. Town Insurance. Dear past, present, and future football watchers. 
football is back. Just how you remembered it. Tailgates with an ice-cold Pepsi in hand? Totally back. That between-play sprint to the fridge for more Pepsi? It's back, baby. <laughs> I really missed this. Anyways, consider this your official excuse for always putting football watching first, courtesy of Pepsi. That haircut appointment? Your mom told us you look great, so you should probably reschedule. Seeing the in-laws for the first time in ages. It's been so long. Nope, sorry, Susan, not if it's on Sunday. Long story short, after the year we've all had, we think you could use a little football watching. So crack open a Pepsi and cheer your football watching face off. With love, Pepsi. Made for football watching. <sighs> That's what I like. Hi, this is Billy Parker from Parker's Barbecue. Did you know that we cater? Let us cater your next private event, church gathering, or backyard party. From traditional pick pickings to regular chopped barbecue, Parker's has anything you need. Parker's, where you're always treated like family. Pirate basketball lives right here. Right here. On the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. All right, we uh, are excited about the Military Bowl, 16 days away. We'll have uh, some form of coverage on the 15th. I, I'm going to be over with Sunholder doing a uh, ESPN Plus Bowl special signing day uh, deal on the 15th. Uh, they've got a noon day to announce the uh, signing class. And uh, there'll be a program and a luncheon and all that, and we'll, we'll figure out our coverage uh, for that uh, a little bit uh, later on. But uh, that is coming up. And uh, Philip and I were talking about it a little bit earlier in the week, and uh, or earlier before the show, and that kind of what next week's going to look like. And uh, I don't know, we'll see. I, I think next week kind of turns to a more... Nem- uh, normal week as far as the uh, coverage uh, goes and availability of the coaches. Of course, everything is in finals this week, so that and it isn't a part of next week as well. So They're kind of on again, off again with practice. We'll hear some more from uh, Mike Houston on that uh, coming up. All right. Uh, hey, kill the tunes. Please. Thank you. Can't even think. Steve Beck is the president and executive director of the Military Bowl Foundation. Of course, Pirates will be playing Boston College coming up uh, in that event on the uh, 27th. And uh, Mr. Beck has been good enough to join us uh, here uh, on the uh, flagship of the Pirates 94.3 The Game. Uh, Steve, how are you? Thanks for taking a few minutes with us. I'm doing great, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Excited, excited for, for the game. I mean, it's, well, I was uh, going to say, yeah, Pirate Nation. Yeah. yeah, excited to be back in a bowl for the first time in seven years. Uh, you obviously are familiar with Mike Houston. I'm sure familiar with ECU as they were the inaugural uh, participant along with Maryland in the first military bowl. So, uh, well, it actually I'm wasn't sure... the first. It was the third. Okay. But, yeah, Still, but it was a, I mean, yeah. Pirate fans came up like crazy for that game, and they, you know, we fully expect them to this game as well. Well, I think what I'm thinking of there when I say first, that was the biggest crowd you guys had had, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Almost 39,000. Yeah. So let's, let's, uh, I guess, just ask the question of, you know, when, knowing that East Carolina was bowl eligible and that they, they had a chance to, uh, you know, 
have an appealing enough record to, to be sort of up there and make sense as a, a top selection for you all. Uh, I, I'm sure when you saw that, you were quite excited to get ECU in. What were the, the factors that made you want to select the Pirates for this bowl game and made the committee want to select the Pirates for this bowl game? Well, number one, they're an up-and-coming team. Uh, you know, they played a pretty tough schedule, and, you know, they, three of those games could have uh, been wins. I mean, so pretty easily. You know, two of them in the last play or very close to the last play and then the overtime of Houston. Um, so, and, and, and their reputation for uh, traveling well, of course, they're a, drivable, a drive away, so that makes them very attractive, too. I mean, uh, and Mike, you know, Mike was our 2017 touchdown club college coach of the year when he was at joint, uh, James Madison and won the national championship, so we have some uh, familiarity there, and you know, like I said, we're just excited to have them. I mean, they were our number one selection uh, to take this year out of the American. Of course, this bowl aligns an American uh, team with an ACC team, and if that's ECU, that obviously uh, is a can't miss, you would think, as far as regional appeal. I- I'm interested to uh, sort of find out uh, the Boston College selection, how that came about, and-, and I don't think a lot of fans realize the drive from Boston to the DMV is about the same, maybe an hour longer at most than it is from Eastern Carolina uh, up there. In other words, it's sort of the, the halfway point is is the nation's capital in Annapolis. Yeah, it is, and it's an easy flight from uh, Boston too. So you know they have shuttles that come all the time. Um, so yeah, they're they're not far away. I mean, uh, we're excited to have Boston College come too. I mean, we've never had them in the bowl game, so. Um, so that's a plus for us. And they're another up and coming team. I mean, they, you know, they had some injuries. Uh, their quarterback's very good. I don't know if you've seen, mm-hmm. but, uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, he transferred from Notre Dame and he's very good, but he's had a broken wrist the last several weeks. And then their last game, they had 30 kids out with the flu. So I'm not making excuses for them that they finished going two at the very end, but, uh, you know, they started out great and they did have some key injuries and, I think they're gonna. It's it's gonna be a good game. I mean, both uh, offenses are very powerful, and uh, you know, we'll have to see who can score more points. Basically, no. I I think as far as quality of opponent, uh, you know, don't let the record of of Boston College or even ECU fool you if you're a fan of either side, because uh, you know ECU is certainly playing some of its best football to close the year, despite the loss to Cincinnati. And then I think if Boston College is healthy. They're going to be quite formidable. I think it'd be a heck of a game. And you noted, uh, I guess, Sunday in the in the bowl Zoom press conference that you did that traditionally this bowl has taken teams from North Carolina uh, and and teams from uh, Virginia and, and of course Maryland, but but primarily it's been really close by there. So this is a little bit of a step out of that normal geom- uh, geography. But it's not so far. It's not like you're bringing someone in, you know, that's having to uh, have a fan base travel through time zones or anything like that. So that there, again, I, I think I think that's kind of a a neat thing is you're able to expand the footprint, but still, it's a very doable trip for people from the Northeast. So uh, I th- I think it, it could wind up being a really really good uh, crowd. And uh, I, look, I know a lot of ECU fans are, are planning on making the trip. Uh, so far, uh, Steve, how would you say ticket sales have been? Uh, really well on the on the uh, East Carolina side. Boston College is just getting started now, um, 
so we'll see how how they end up. But I'll tell you, like like I said, the East Carolina people came in and bought up all the suites, all the VIP areas, you know, bought a lot of hotel rooms. Um, we do still have a great rate at the um, the team hotel, which is the Capitol Hilton, right two blocks away from the White House. It's 119 bucks. Oh wow! And then wow. we have buses. We have buses that take you to and from the game. So for like thirty dollars, thirty five dollars, I think. So that's really a good way to go if people are looking for hotel rooms out there because I know Annapolis is pretty much sold out. I mean, I checked the other day, and there were four rooms left at the Marriott Waterfront, and they were going for $700 a night. I mean, that's <laughs> crazy. That's crazy for Annapolis. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even like the yeah. the uh, lesser hotels were 350 you know? <laughs> so, uh yeah, and I know East Carolina's planning uh, like a pep rally before the game, the night before mm-hmm. the game, and we have bar crawl, and we have a scavenger hunt, and we have America on Annapolis Street where the Clydesdales will be uh, on the 26th that afternoon. It's like a uh, street festival, a lot of fun, a lot of people. Um, and then, of course, we have the parade game day. It starts at 10 o'clock, and then it goes right up into the stadium where we have a huge tailgate. You oh, know, wow. there will be all kind of food and every branch represented and a bunch of other you know, activities going on. So we got a we got a great couple of days planned. So I really, you know, encourage people to come up. Uh, like you say, they haven't been in a bowl game in seven years. So it's gonna, and and they're they're on the rise. There's no question. I think about that. They're still a young team. Um, so yeah, it's a, a great opportunity to see them in the last game this year. Steve Beck is with us. Would you talk about? I mean, those 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 rates certainly compared to seven hundred dollars, they're great. But one hundred nineteen dollars for a hotel two blocks from the White House. Is unheard of. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that's... We, yeah, we locked in some we locked in some great rates on that, and we're really uh, the, the hotel was able to come way down for yeah. the fans. So, um, so we yeah, really appreciate that. And like I said, two blocks away from the White House, so you can walk to everything. Yeah, when we trip, were at the uh, you know? when I was at the oh no, it was when we I was at the military bowl that the year ECU went. Just being in downtown. DC is, it was awesome. I mean, that was just a lot of fun. And I mean, you know, you could just get lost uh, a day in DC, which uh, we did going around and just seeing the sights, if you will. Uh, and it's just a, always a lot of fun to go there in a, in a great uh, uh, city. What was the decision behind uh, Steve moving it from RFK and out of DC uh, to Annapolis? Well, uh, number one, our title sponsor wanted it to happen. <laughs> Northrop Grumman <laughs> at the time. Now we're, right. our title right. sponsor is Paraton. Um, and, and number two, it's the perfect venue for our game. Um, you know, it obviously has a military uh, aspect to it, but it's also the right size. You know, we didn't want to look to go into a FedEx field or an M&T, right. which, you know, 60,000, 70,000 people, and then you have – 35,000 there, you know, it didn't make sense, but this is the perfect size venue. It's a great small town. I mean, after the game, people can just walk around, go to restaurants, bars, shops. I mean, it's very welcoming and uh, there's just such a great host and dealing with the Navy people um, is, is a pleasure too. I mean, they've, they've been a great host. President and Executive Director of the Military Bowl Foundation. Uh, it is uh, Steve Beck with us here on the Patrick Johnson Show. It'll be uh, ECU and Boston College at 2.30 uh, from uh, Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium in Annapolis on the 27th of December for the Military Bowl. Pirates back for the first time 
uh, in uh, seven years in a bowl game. And BC last year opted not to go to a bowl game. So this is a, a big deal for this program uh, to, in a sense, return to a, uh, a bowl atmosphere for them. And again, a, a game in which, uh, you know, they do have a lot of alumni in that 95 corridor from, from D.C. to Boston and uh, a lot of uh, students just, you know, that uh, are currently enrolled in the school there that, that live in that region. So uh, I would imagine that their pickup will, will start to – their ticket pickup will start to pick up here uh, soon enough, uh, but the Pirates have certainly uh, uh, done a really nice job of, of uh, as Steve mentioned – purchasing tickets and suites and, and being involved. Now, I, I think Navy Marine Corps Memorial Stadium, the, the couple times I've been up there, there's not a bad seat in the house. I mean, this is uh, about as as great a, an environment as far as a viewing as a fan uh, of, of a football game as you can get. I mean, there's nowhere you can really sit in that stadium and, and not feel like you're up close on the action, even, even in the kind of second deck across from the press uh, box level. I mean, those are some of the best seats in the house, actually. Oh, yeah, it's it's great. And the whole stadium, I mean, you can walk around the whole stadium in 10 minutes. I mean, easy yeah. to get to different places, you know, yeah. uh, you know, tons of food vendors out, and it, it really is. It's a first-class operation. With the uh, bowl, Steve, being around uh, the holiday, uh, the Christmas holiday, uh, I, I'm sure you're expecting a lot of people to sort of roll in on the 26th. You mentioned the uh, – uh, the, the city walk that uh, is going on and the events that are going on on the 26th. Uh, and then uh, the game itself on that Monday, that game day, the parade and all the other events that are, that are going on uh, as well. Are those the real big kind of times that things are geared for fans? Uh, and if you're maybe staying in Washington, D.C., in the team hotel, are there some things affiliated with the bowl in D.C.? Or does D.C. sort of sell itself? And, and generally fans that go there, there's so much to already see and do that, uh, those that stay in Washington just sort of do that. Yeah, that's really what happens in Washington. I mean, we have tons of events for the uh, families and players of the teams. Um, but the events that we have for fans are in the Annapolis area. Now, of course, there are, you know, mall of monument tours you can go on, um, you know, through all the uh, Smithsonian institutions and all those places will be open. And mm-hmm. even on Christmas Day, I mean, we have uh, – we're taking the team out on a mall and monument tour that day because most of the monuments are, are open, you know, they're just open air. Mm-hmm. Um, but everything will be open. Uh, you know, if, if people want to go early on, uh, on Monday, the 27th, or even stay the night at the 27th, it'd be a great time to see DC, you know, all, yeah. with its, all the holiday, you know, um, stuff up the, you know, the giant tree and, you know, Oh, there's just so much to do down there. I could go on and on, but yeah, 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 it makes for a great trip for a couple of days. Absolutely, you know it does, and and you know it, it may be a little chilly, but long as uh, you don't have any precip, this is as cool an environment that you can be in. I mean, with all the history of Washington, Annapolis is so beautiful, and uh, if you even have the chance, just to, as I'm sure you have, just see the Navy campus, in addition to the stadium. I mean, that it, in itself is a tour that you could go on forever and ever. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah it's it's really such place, a really, – yeah. yeah, it is. It's a great setting. What time, Steve, uh, or what day will the teams uh, for, for both uh, ECU and Boston College arrive? Um, it looks like uh, ECU is going to have a small contingent coming on the 22nd but, and then uh, everybody else on the 23rd. And I think uh, we just had Boston College in today doing their site visit. It looks like their whole team and travel party is going to come in on the 22nd. Okay. And then so, what will and then what will be sort of the things that the players and their families and those 
travel parties that are directly affiliated with the teams. Uh, when they arrive, there's obviously practice and walkthrough time and that sort of thing. Uh, but what are the things that uh, the players and, and families can look forward to? You, you alluded to some of that. Yeah. So we have welcome receptions uh, for both teams. We'll have games and fun activities and some food. And then we have a, uh, uh, on Christmas Day, we do a pack for troops with the USO. So um, the teams will actually pack up, uh, you know, items and then we'll ship them overseas uh, to our men and women in uniform that are out there doing God's work for us, you know. So then with the, they also go to the African American Museum, have a special tour of that. Um, we're going to go to Ben's Chili Bowl, which is sort of a icon here in D.C. Um, boy, what else do we have? Uh, we have game rooms set up for them, and we have a spouse's event where they're going to be doing some, you know, painting and eating at a restaurant, uh, some fun activities like that. So, yeah, we're going to we're going to keep them busy, but not too busy. We try and work with the team and make sure that they right, have their yeah. practice time and their meeting times, and you know, all that's important because they are coming here to play a game. So. But it's a great mix, and uh, you know some of the guys, um, you know, have have been here before, and they know we we put on a great show for them, and yeah, and that's yeah. what we want the players and families just to have a great time, you know, and then uh, get out there and have a great competition, and you know whatever happens happens. But uh, I, I I I truly believe that you know both teams are going to match up pretty well, and it should be a great game. Uh, Steve Beck is with us from the uh, Military Bowl. Uh, he's the president, executive director of the Military Bowl Foundation. Uh, they are obviously responsible for the uh, operations of the Military Bowl, but also uh, are part of the D.C. Touchdown Club uh, as well. So Steve is uh, well-versed in the uh, rich football uh, tradition of that uh, Northern Virginia, D.C., uh, Maryland area, and the, and the military bowls become a, a great piece of that tradition uh, in uh, in recent years. Steve, where's a good sort of clearinghouse for uh, people to go to, pirate fans uh, that may be uh, attending, at least, you know, for some ideas to kind of summarize everything you've talked about here online? Is there is there a good destination web-wise we can send pirate fans to? Yeah, go to militarybowl.org uh, and list up all the activities up there. And, and for tickets, please buy them from East Carolina. Um, you know, they have a, a certain amount of tickets that they get to, that they're trying to sell, and they're doing very, very good on it. I think they're probably 80% through their tickets, something like oh, wow. that. Um, wow. So they've been doing a great job, but they do still have some more. So I would, you know, to support uh, East Carolina, that's where I would get the tickets um, directly through them right now. And then you say, right, available on our site as well. Gotcha. And then you say, uh, as far as staying at the team hotel, there's still some avails and rooms there at a great price, just a couple blocks from the White House. Yep. Yep. Right on our website. If you go to militarybowl.org and then there's a drop down for hotels and you can register right there. Great. Hey, Steve, nice to have you on. And if there's anything uh, we need to let the folks know before the bowl game or before the holidays kick in, uh, please uh, have your folks let us know. We'll be happy to pass it along. Or if you need to come uh, back on the show or want to, we're we're happy to do that as well. Great. Yeah, I was just like to mention, you know, that this game, uh, not only, you know, we're here just to support our men and women in uniform, but we do benefit the USO and then also Patriot Point, which is um, a farm that the Military Bowl Foundation bought. It's a 294-acre farm on Maryland's eastern shore that we made into a retreat center for um, wounded, ill, and injured uh, families and their caregivers. So, 
It's okay. truly a spectacular place. We've had over 50 events this year, and it's being used, and it's, it's uh, having a dramatic impact on, on people's lives. So we're very, very proud of that. And if anybody wants to check that out, that's at patriotpoint.org. Gotcha. That's awesome. Uh, Steve, thank you so much, man. Great to speak to you. We really appreciate it. Great speaking to you, too, Patrick. All right. Thanks again. Take care. Bye. There he goes, Steve Beck. Uh, boy, what, not only the USO, but that Patriot Point uh, uh, to support that. I mean, that right there. Uh, is is fantastic. All right, uh, Philip, you want to give an update real quick? I think we're going to have a special guest calling in, so keep an eye on the phones. And uh, we will uh, grab a break, come back with our pirate report and a possible special guest uh, after uh, a commercial break, which is preceded by this sports update from the ref, Philip Pilkington. Thanks, Patrick. Philip Pilkington here with your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. Week 14 in the NFL gets underway tonight as the Vikings host the Steelers. Minnesota's three-and-a-half-point favorites in that game, a big part of that being to the return of Dalvin Cook from a shoulder injury. Lions fans will be largely pulling for the Steelers as this is the first of 37 games that must go their way over the next five weeks in order for the 1-10-1 team to make the playoffs. In the NHL, the Arizona Coyotes have paid all their taxes and will not be kicked out of their arena in a couple weeks, as previously had been stated. In college football, Indiana hires former UMass head coach Walt Bell as their new offensive coordinator, and there are some notable college hoops games going on tonight. As number 7 Texas goes to number 23 Seton Hall, Rutgers gets to host the number one team in the country, Purdue, and a battle for the state of Iowa as Iowa goes to number 17 Iowa State. That'll do it for your 94.3 The Game Sports Update. More with the P-Man after this timeout. Patrick Johnson on the way home. The best sports talk lineup in the Pirate Nation is heard right here. Right, let's go. 94.3 The Game, the flagship station of the ECU Pirates and Eastern North Carolina's home for sports. Woo-hoo! More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up. Dr. Philip Goldstein and Dr. Danielle Hofat, the specialists at Carolina Digestive Diseases and Endoscopy Center, want to keep you healthy. These two doctors provide personal consultations and offer treatment and quality care for all your GI needs. Just call the office at 252-758-8181. Appointments are always available within five business days. Hi, this is Dr. Philip Goldstein reminding you that a colonoscopy can save your life. Visit our website, cddgastro.com, and come see us at Carolina digestive diseases if you want the best steak in eastern north carolina then remember this name the seahorse steakhouse 2301a stantonsburg road in greenville they serve usda prime ribeyes aged 50 days cooked to perfection by crystal the seahorse grill master guaranteed to be tender and juicy the saturday night prime rib is an experience you'll never forget it's the most flavorful tender piece of beef you'll ever eat delicious is an understatement you're sure to leave full and satisfied. But if you have room to spare, a generous slice of one of their homemade cakes will take care of that. So the next time you want a really good steak in a relaxed family atmosphere, remember the home of Daddy's Steaks and Mama's Cakes. The Seahorse Steakhouse, Stantonsburg Road, Greenville. 
At Union Bank, we understand you live life on the go. That's why our banking options are designed to serve you wherever you are. Meet with us in person at one of our local branches, complete banking tasks on the go from the mobile app, or bank from your office with convenient remote deposit and cash management services. Whether you're managing a busy schedule or an entire business, we're right there with you with helpful tools. Call or visit us online at unionbanknc.com. At Union Bank, we're everywhere you need us to be. Union Bank, member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Holiday time is here, and Santa isn't the only one with a very long to-do list. We have what you need to help you get to all the places you need to go with all the things you need to take. Phelps Chevrolet in Greenville. Santa's sleigh is the ultimate all-terrain vehicle, but it's not for sale. No worries, we have trucks, crossovers, and SUVs that can handle just about any road or job you can imagine in style and comfort. Phelps Chevrolet in Greenville. Come in and get you one. Need $1,000 to $10,000 immediately for a gift for someone special, car repairs, or unexpected expenses? Time Financing Service offers competitive loan rates. Apply online and get your answer in less than an hour in most cases. Then you can pick up the cash at any of our 24 convenient locations. Apply online 24-7 at timefinancing.com. That's timefinancing.com. Subject to current credit policy of time financing service. One hour loan approval and same day cash in most circumstances. Exceptions may apply. And now, Patrick Johnson with today's Pirate Report on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 943 The Game. ECU uh, football, and uh, we just heard from Steve Beck, who is the president and CEO of the Military Bowl, and uh, the Pirates burning through, uh, snapping up. 80% of their allotted tickets, so uh, that push will continue. Hey, important to buy those tickets through ECU because the Pirates get a uh, pretty hearty percentage of that money, uh, and uh, that's a good thing for uh, Pirate Athletics, so uh, do continue to keep that uh, in mind as you uh, look at buying your bowl tickets. Okay, uh, Mike Houston uh, talking to uh, our guy Brian Bailey, 9 on your side sports about uh, a couple different things, bowl preps this week, and uh, how you mix that in with final exams. Yeah, you're trying to balance all that, you know, final exams, papers, end of the semester, uh, and then balancing that in practice. So, uh, you know, we're After practicing for a couple of days, taking a couple of days off, practicing. Mike Houston talked with uh, Nine on Your Side Sports about Holt Nailers making it official. He's going to return. Well, just. best for him and uh, you know we're excited that we'll have an experienced quarterback uh, you know going into the fall of uh, 2022. All right that is uh, Mike Houston on today's pirate uh, report as uh, we thank our friends at uh, WNCT 9 on your side for the uh, for the audio uh, cuts there. Today's pirate report is brought to you by Flatlands Jessup Insurance. When you're ready to talk about insurance protection, call Flatlet, Flatland Jessup's Flatlands Jessup Insurance. Easy for me to say. Uh, also brought to you by Main and Mill Oyster Bar and Tavern in downtown Winterville. Great food and specialty drinks and craft beers. And also by Pitt Greenville Airport, convenient and comfortable to Charlotte and then anywhere on the globe. 
Uh, is our special guest called back yet or, or no? No, he hasn't. All right. I tell you what, let's get a break. We'll give our special guest a chance to call back in and uh, we will wrap up the show. There's another thing I do want to talk about. Uh, did you happen to see the, uh, <laughs> did you happen to see the, I guess, introduction video that they put together uh, at USC? Uh, Tomorrow for, for Lincoln? For Lincoln Riley, yeah. No, I did not see it. Well, look at that in the break. And I mean, it is, it's, it's something. If they did it on Twitter, I mean, it's a bizarre, it's one of the more bizarre things I've ever seen in my life. And it is going viral. Uh, we'll try to get it up on our Twitter, but we'll also talk about it. And uh, welcome a special guest. We'll wrap things up after this. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. 94.3 The Game. This Saturday, December 11th at the new Greenville Ace Hardware, it's the Gifts and Grilling event from 11 to 3. Come get samples hot off the Traeger grills. Ace has new store items perfect and just in time for gift giving, like wood burning and gas fire pits, including the popular Solo Bonfire Stove in two sizes. Also, little giant ladders and great deals throughout the store on hand and power tools from Milwaukee, Craftsman, and DeWalt. Don't forget free samples off the Traeger grills 11 to 3 this Saturday during Gifts and Grilling at the new Ace Hardware, corner of Charlie. Fire Tower. An important message from Byram Healthcare. If you live with diabetes, you know how challenging and painful it can be to manage your blood sugar. With private insurance, Medicare, or Medicaid, that can all change. If you test your blood sugar four or more times a day and inject insulin three or more times a day, you may qualify to receive at little or no cost, less copays and deductibles, a continuous glucose monitor, providing blood sugar readings with no uncomfortable finger sticks. It alerts you in real time to potential spikes with your blood sugar levels. Byram Healthcare is a leading U.S. provider of continuous glucose monitors. We carry most major brands and will work with your insurance to get your benefits approved. So if you have diabetes, call a U.S.-based Byram Healthcare specialist now and see if you qualify. 800-914-2037. 800-914-2037. That's 800-914-2037. Is your pharmacy fumbling when it comes to customer service, prescription fills, compounding, medical equipment, and enteral intravenous therapy? Perhaps it's time for you to allow HealthWise Pharmacy to score a touchdown in regards to your pharmaceutical needs. Locally owned and operated by pharmacist Marcy Parker, HealthWise Pharmacy puts you and your health first, offering top-of-the-line customer service, individual attention, and free prescription delivery to anywhere in Pitt County. HealthWise Pharmacy, 615B Memorial Drive in Greenville. This year, U.S. Cellular is making a big deal out of the holidays. You can choose any phone from any brand free. That's right. Any phone you see in our store is free. And get unlimited data for our best price of the season. Just $30 a month per line with four lines. Feel the locally grown joy from U.S. Cellular, America's locally grown wireless. Limited time offer. Terms apply. See uscellular.com for details. Now that life is returning to normal, we've found a lot of good things that came from the pandemic. One of them is not having to go to the wireless store anymore. The Cellular Warehouse team has been in the business of delivering phones to your home and office for 20 years. People found out about our free delivery service and they love the ease of getting a new phone, tablet, or hotspot. Call Toby Williams today at 252-799-7051 so you can start experiencing the joy of never going to a wireless store again. 
252-799-7051. Cellular Warehouse, your local U.S. Cellular authorized agent. Like us on Facebook for breaking sports stories and the latest from around the Pirate Nation. Oh, absolutely. Oh, absolutely. That's 94.3 The Game's Facebook page. Like us and follow us there today. There we go, ref. Yeah. There's a little Christmas music for you. And some good stuff there, too. I like it. I like it. Check out the show if you miss an episode. Podcast up every day at 943thegame.com or wherever you download your favorite podcast, so I'm told. And you could also get other podcasts, relive some of... Well, wait a minute. What's that? Is that our special guest? That is our special guest. All right. Joining us on the phone is the president of the Pitt... Greenville Chamber of Commerce, Trent McGee on sports. President McGee, what an honor. PJ, sorry about that. I was telling uh, Mary Blake that I was going to start Toy Story over, so you heard my voice saying that, so I, I didn't know if Philip had me up yet. He did, and that's okay, because, uh, look, whenever we have the president on, President McGee on, I'm all for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stop that. Look, I wanted to call in. Because I was leaving work, and I got a call right, no, from hang a on. friend of mine. Hang on. Hang on. How is the president, how's the gig going? The new gig? The, the gig's going well. It is. It's a busy time for us, but the gig's going well. Thanks for asking. I miss being there with you guys. I listen to you every day. Catch you in the morning, catch you in the afternoon, so I get my full oh. dose of PJ throughout the day, which is still Trent, good. You're doing a great job, as always. It's and, overexposure. And absolutely. You know, I know we, we still communicate, but you, you definitely are one of the busiest men oh. in, in the business right now. I have no voice. You could hear it. I, I, I barely have a voice. It's been a rough week. I know. All right. I know. Now, you have, a, you have a bone to pick. I don't know why, but yeah, you have well, a bone I to was pick. On, I was leaving work this afternoon, received a phone call from a friend of mine who said, Patrick Johnson just called you out on his show. No, I didn't. And I knew it had to be – I knew it had to be – in relation to the McGee fade. Yes. <laughs> so that's twice in one week now, and you know the other incident I'm speaking of, that I've been called out for the McGee fade. Now, I don't know the other incident. I, was that something in the mornings? No, that was, that was you know, Henry left the basketball game Tuesday night oh, early, yeah. <laughs> and the McGee fade was referenced then. And then you call me out on the show. True. Trent, I can't be I can't be held responsible for what I say in the mornings. I'm not lucid at that point. I don't know what time it <laughs> well, is at that point when I'm on. You can't hold me responsible. Well, it, it for wasn't that. You, it wasn't you who said that on the show. It was in reference to oh. a, a text oh. chain that we're on. But uh, oh, but I oh get, yes, I did yes, get yes, the call yes. this afternoon that said that uh, you did bring it up uh, on I your mean, show. There are times McGee's been then McGee sort of fades out of the but but you're a responsible father and pillar of the community now an adult and so it's all a good natured fun the McGee fade is that's all it is now. Well, you know what? When I perfected the McGee fade, this was long before (laughs) I had kids, long before I was married. (laughs) So you know, now we can turn this we can turn this into the Johnson fade, and I can help you out with Jill if you ever need to. You ever need that? So. I need a Johnson fade. Um, as one of my friends said, you're risking overexposure. I said, well, 
you know, my, my, uh, my, my bill collectors like it. So that's the big, uh, that's the big <laughs> issue here in all of this. Those people that collect the bills each month, uh, they, they like right. the fact right. that, uh, there's so much going on now. And so does the IRS for that matter. All right. So, yes. uh, let me ask you something. You're still a great sports fan, a great sports commentator. The great Trent McGee is on with us here, the chamber, uh, president here in Greenville and Pitt County. So what are you feeling about the bowl game? Let me know what you think about this McGee. Well, I know the uh, the Eagles are favored or a slight favorite in the game, and I know they had a down year. I think they were what, 12th in the ACC. You know, I like I like ECU's chances in this game. I think Boston College will try to really implement the ground game and get that going and have that be what they fuel off of the entire game. If ECU can slow down the Boston College ground game, I like their chances here. I really do. I think that, uh, you know, Boston College has always implemented that, you know, tough, grinded-out, long, low-scoring game. It's been a low-scoring team the entire season, so I don't expect a high-scoring game, but I think if ECU can contain that, get some points on the board early, I like the Pirates' chances. I really do. Hey, uh, call back anytime. We got to go, though, but uh, let's get together soon. Thanks for calling in and uh, say hello to your beautiful family for me, please. We'll do it, PJ. Thanks. There he goes, Trent McGee. Thanks to Steve Beck for being on with us, too, Military Bowl... uh, president and ceo uh great job today by philip the ref pilkington and chill phil and we will see you tomorrow at five o'clock patrick johnson show the army national guard plays a vital role in your community